Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to It's Rainmaking Time. This is Kim Greenhouse. It gives me great pleasure to welcome Dr. Len Horowitz. He is a very insightful, knowledgeable man who has been at the helm of understanding emerging viruses and diseases. He has been in dentistry for 16 years. He's the author of Emerging Viruses, AIDS and Ebola, Death in the Air, Globalism, Terrorism, and Toxic Warfare, DNA Pirates of the Sacred Spiral, Healing Celebrations, Healing Codes for the Biological Apocalypse, and so many more DVDs and books. He has just produced a new documentary called Pharma Whores. Is that correct? That's correct, Kim. <laughs> okay. I've invited him to come on the show because I was recently inspired again to discuss this subject. It's very painful to hear about this. I just read an article that was posted last week on the fact that Bill Gates wants all newborns to be registered for vaccines. And I was so upset about it, having read Len's work and heard him on various videos and DVDs, I put, God help these poor people who have to be forced to get them. And I got a series of communications from this one person on Facebook that actually had a lot of interesting things to say, but the fact is he was not at all open to any new information. He had already settled the matter with these studies and peer review. And so one of the things I want to do on the show today is to read some of what this gentleman said and have Dr. Horowitz reply to it. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome one of the most exciting people on the planet today, Dr. Len Horowitz. Welcome to It's Rainmaking Time. Oh, pleasure to be with you, Kim. Thanks for inviting me. The first thing I wanted to do is I wanted to have you give a context for your background about your work in public health and how your work in public health and your background in dentistry and your teaching has come to this perspective about vaccines. Where did this come from? Well, I was a dentist in public health, a public health dentist that actually trained about 30,000 healthcare professionals beyond dentistry, physicians and nurses, as well as hygienists. We were training them in OSHA regulations during their late 80s, early 90s. The concern of HIV AIDS was very severe, and I was a trainer for the largest dental and medical catalog supply company in the world, Henry Schein Corporation. And I was involved in researching and fell ultimately into a government cover-up and the question became a lot of how was it that this Florida dentist infected six of his patients with the HIV-AIDS virus? And it came out that the suppressed evidence showed that he had a lot of his friends injected via vaccinations between 1972 and 1974 in New York City. He was a, a Stuart, Florida dentist, but he had a lot of friends from the village, and they were part of the experimental hepatitis B vaccine program that brought AIDS to the world. And I didn't know it at the time, but I began to research this via these programs that the healthcare professionals were asking me, how is it possible that this one man could have spread his strain of HIV? And so that led me to researching my uh, let's say I think it was my ninth in my tenth books. Uh, one was called Deadly Innocence, the, and actually you can get, uh, I think that book is downloadable in a PDF file on healthyworldstore.com. Uh, it's called Deadly Innocence, the Kimberly Bergalis case. And then 
because when I came out with that work, I was blacklisted. I mean, literally blackballed. I was fired. I lost my career in professional education. And I, you know, I always had this quirk in my personality. Whenever I have an authority figure tell me I shouldn't be doing something, that's exactly what I said. I'm, I'll show you. I'm going to do it, you know? And so I had even the uh, editor-in-chief of, of the Journal of the American Dental Association. I had the top people in public health, in dental public health, and in HIV AIDS telling me I should not be doing what I'm doing. That was beginning to research the origin of AIDS. And again, that's how I found through three years straight of research, 16 hours a day. I'm talking just about seven days a week, certainly six days a week for three straight years. I spent my time mostly in Harvard's Countway Library digging up the early research in virology. And from that, I published my first national best-selling book, you mentioned Emerging Viruses, AIDS, and Ebola. It's subtitled Nature, Accident, or Intentional. I asked the question to the reader to decide whether AIDS was natural, an accident, or intentionally released. And I think the vast majority of people at the end come to the same conclusion that I came to, that it's a biological weapon that was intentionally loosed. And the way in which it was loosed was via vaccinations. And the way it may still be being loosed is via vaccinations because nobody's ever attended to the smoking guns that are delivered in the book and now even on film that we have. And uh, I think it's a crime. Obviously, it's a, a genocide is a hideous crime, and that's what we're looking at. When I hear you talk about Bill Gates wanting children vaccinated, uh, it just is an extension of the genocide that has been ongoing via vaccinations. For people who have never had a glimpse of any of this, a lot of people view someone like a Bill Gates as being really entrepreneurial, and now he's made all this money and he wants to, quote, do something good. And maybe a part of him thinks he's doing something good. But let's go to the vaccine part. Why are you against vaccines? Well, it's a fraud. The entire, I think at this point, given all the revelations that we have, we'd have to do a whole show on bioenergetics, electrogenetics, music frequencies, mathematical proofs of how nature, like, for example, when you look at a blade of grass, it's vibrating in a color greenish yellow for a specific reason. It's gathering the most energy and sustainability through chlorophyll. The, the knowledge that we have in how nature sustains itself is not by popping magic pills to cure every ill. And so before I answer the vaccine question, let me just share my bias. I consider it my, my knowledge and wisdom. All of medicine is a fraud. I would highly recommend we exempt from that the surgeons who piece us together when we're, you know, in an emergency room or in a hospital where we have broken bones. And those guys really are great. You know, I, I personally, I was an oral surgeon for many years, so I can relate. And they're valuable. But when it comes to the prescription drug prostitutes, they, these medical deities, are poisoning not just we the people, but the environment 
and the degradation of the entire biosphere is omnicidal. It's not just killing we the people, it's killing virtually everything. And I can't relate to it. I have to say I've got to drop out. I can't give it any energy, zero support, and that's my my orientation, that's my bias. I have three beautiful children. One just is now in her first year in college. Not one of my three children have ever been vaccinated, and incredibly, not one of my children have even taken an aspirin. They basically have, we've been using homeopathics and herbs and botanicals and vitamins and enzymes and frequency generating equipment that resonates us back to health. And that's, to me, where modern medicine should be, but it's not because of the profiteering off of humanity's suffering that big pharma and the global industrialists are doing. And so now the question becomes, what are vaccinations? Well, it's such an obvious fraud. When you talk about vaccinations, the whole concept of this word immunization is a great introduction to the fraud because immunization, I'm old enough now, I'm 58 years old. I graduated Harvard School of Public Health back in the early 80s. And we were still taught back in the early 80s what the word immunization means versus the word vaccination. The word immunization is a natural exposure. It used to mean. Now, they've changed it. In other words, they've hashed the word. If you look up the word hash, it's kind of like chop it up, or, or uh, in the dictionary, it is also defined as confusing the language. So the word immunization is one of many hashed words in now medicine and public health, and it, it is implied that it's vaccination, but it's not. It used to mean the natural exposure to a microbe via a natural route, such as through the food or through the, the air, respiratory route, and subsequently a natural immune response and immunity created naturally. That's truly what the word immunization means. The word vaccination means that you inject under the theory that when you inject foreign proteins and genetic material from the bacteria or the viruses, that you're going to produce a natural immune response, which is a lie. What you do is you create hypersensitization and about 86 different autoimmune diseases and risks for developing the autoimmune diseases, which have skyrocketed only in response to the vaccination era. And the concept is that why vaccinations are so deadly, and there's evidence for this, is number one, that the concept of injecting foreign RNA, foreign DNA, and foreign proteins into the human body that then land on our own host cell proteins, forming what the immunologists call a, quote, antigenic complex, end quote. That is, let's say half of your own body part connected to half of a germ part creates a complex that your white blood cell bodyguard 
called the macrophage, big eater, macrophage, big eater, comes along, gobbles it up, and in the process, it reads the amino acid sequence of this complex, and it then alerts the rest of the white blood cell bodyguards that's protecting your whole body. The entire immune system is alerted with a message that essentially says if you ever see this series of amino acids or proteins connected together, attack and destroy it. And now you have what's called autoimmunity, whereby your own white blood cell bodyguards begin to attack and destroy you. Now, that's 86 diseases that have now been determined to be autoimmune diseases that the medical deities claim they don't know what causes it. Well, Christ, if you just completely neglect all the science that's on your desk, including the physician's desk reference, including the vaccination inserts, the package inserts that tell you study after study, autoimmune diseases such as Guillain-Barre are one of the most common side effects of blood intoxication via vaccination. So you've got to be a complete idiot. And apparently, these doctors are not idiots, so what are they? Mind control slaves, they're hypnotized. They virtually go through a hazing process called medical education, where trauma, all of the ways in which cult members are indoctrinated into a cult are used in medicine to train physicians. I'm talking about sleep deprivation, peer pressure, authoritative figure hazing and pressure. This trauma and stress literally creates a hypnotized, virtually a Manchurian medical candidate, a killer licensed to kill. He is licensed or he or she is licensed to kill with that degree and license. And they do it all the time and they don't even know what the hell they're doing. That is the fact. The other very important thing to recognize with this question as to why vaccinations, all of them, should be condemned, ceased and desisted immediately is because in public health, every public health official learns that before you enact a policy like Bill Gates, you're mentioning, wants to have all of our children be registered and vaccinated, you have to have what is called a risk-benefit study. You have to know that, based on science, that you're not killing and maiming more people than you're helping and saving. That is only done with one type of study. It's not done with a, with a cost-benefit study, and those cost-benefit studies are completely abused when you look at the pharmaceutical companies pushing this concept that vaccinations are beneficial. They, they use cost-benefit studies. But they never conduct risk-benefit studies. There's not one risk-benefit study ever conducted on any vaccination. The reason why is because, and then the CDC, the Centers for Disease Control, will actually tell you that over 90% of the injuries never get reported. You could potentially take the 10% 
and extrapolate and then kind of figure out where we're at. I've done that before, you know, but, you know, you try to get that published in a peer-reviewed science journal that takes advertising from the drug companies, and they don't publish what it is. They claim that, you know, it lacks whatever. There is another thing about peer review, and that is that the whole process of peer review doesn't actually allow new discoveries to get through because it's guarded by the very people that are keeping the existing paradigm or the existing knowledge in place, whether it's false or not. And so I'm not sure it would matter if anything was peer reviewed because it wouldn't necessarily get through. I did a piece with Gavin Menzies who wrote 1421, how the Chinese were in America thousands of years before America was discovered and Columbus had a map. But they would not let peer review work go on. So he brought all the evidence from all over the world, wrote 1421 and 1434. But it would not happen in medicine. It just won't happen. Yeah, and if you couple that truth with the fact that the Rockefeller Foundations also, through academic tracking and granting particular tracks of research, and they neglect and suppress the other natural ways that are opposed to big pharma's industry, then you really get the full picture of how the whole thing is a fraud. It's literally a profit-making, population-reducing operation. Apparently, the Rockefellers are heavily involved in archaeology as well, and they do not want anything scientifically based that was found that's older than Darwin's evolution to ever get published or known or anything. It's constantly suppressed. That's exactly right. Fascinating. Now, actually, right now, my latest project, I'm working on a book called The Prosperity Key of 528. And it deals with, again, that concept that a blade of grass is greenish-yellow, chlorophyll is greenish-yellow. It's the most energizing of all pigments, and the chemistry, the molecular shape of the molecule is based on sacred geometry of frequency, of love in this case, because that warm, fuzzy feeling you have in your heart when you're in love happens to be the same resonant frequency of 528. So this is the heart of the rainbow that's greenish yellow so this concept that all of this knowledge is being suppressed and the evolution of the species is not nearly as well supported as this concept of frequency vibrational creationism or what i call hydrosonics that's the future of medicine all of that is gets suppressed so it comes down to we the people the activists the leaders in the activist organizations have to literally, through word of mouth, spread this to one person at a time and go against the mainstream media that does massive mind control. If I may, I would like to read you a couple of things that were put on my Facebook page last week. Feel free to respond to them because I really couldn't and I didn't feel I could respond properly. So one person says, it is irrefutable that vaccines save lives. All of the studies that have attempted to connect vaccines and deleterious effects on children have found no correlation or connection. For instance, the Danish conducted a study with 537,303 children, part of which had MMR vaccine. The other part did not. There was no statistically significant increase whatsoever in the risk for autism in these children. And he gives a link. And then he says, while we all want to believe in the belief that Big Pharma is bad, and perhaps it is, vaccines are certainly a non-starter to make the point. 
Vaccines are barely even profitable, and you can look that up fairly easily. They are practically a public service. What is your response to that? The guy is a complete idiot. I mean, an obvious idiot. Because it goes up for one, the first thing is, as I mentioned, there's no risk-benefit studies. If the CDC themselves tell you that over 90% of the data is missing, and when you then also consider, like, for example, the... H1N1 swine flu vaccinations were only tested for six weeks, but all those autoimmune diseases, chronic fatigue, fibromyalgia, lupus, MS, ALS, Lou Gehrig's disease, chronic crippling rheumatoid arthritis, adult and juvenile type 1 diabetes, Crohn's disease, Guillain-Barre that my mother died from after getting the 76 swine flu vaccination. All of these diseases are not registered uh, in, in any way that gives us a grasp of the data. So to, you don't ever have a risk-benefit study that's legitimate. The cancers are months, if not years later, from the genetic intoxication. And so you really have an idiot here simply reading the propaganda that's put out by the drug companies in their published and sponsored journals. Let me read something else to you. This is what I wrote to him. I said, when true disclosure happens and transparency is in full force and all the elements in them are disclosed and all the impacts are registered and accounted for, then and only then would I be on board. The FDA lies to people and has killed more people than you can imagine and has blocked every single possibility of eradicating disease that is not in their paradigm. Vaccines are dangerous and you have no idea what they impact, what they do to your immune system and what happens years later. And they have no interest in finding out and making that available to the public. Want to hear his answer? Yeah, go ahead. Give me the One last answer. He says that sounds poetically beautiful and profound. But is there any evidence to back up that assertion? On the contrary, I didn't quote a U.S. study. There are thousands to avoid that same FDA argument. So is the Danish government also hiding the facts? The Swedes, the Finns, the British, and every other developed nation report for the same findings? Studies are expensive. Why keep investing in the bunk hypothesis that vaccines cause things like regressive autism? The facts simply are that it's not on that side of the debate. The ingredients are posted and have been posted for a very long time. Not one ingredient in a vaccine is not posted. If you're implying that they don't post mercury, that's because they post thermosol, which adds an equivalent dose of mercury less than a can of tuna fish. It provokes the immune system to attack the diminished form of an introduced virus. That is just science. It's fact, and it's dangerous to ignore vaccines. Look up the case of Nigeria. People died, and I don't want that on my conscience. Well, first of all, you don't... Uh, inject tuna fish into your bloodstream. You know, the, the whole concept of the gut is, is designed to eliminate toxins. And so there's uh, the immune system called Payer's Patches surrounding the gut that actually is a secondary source of protecting the incorporation of heavy, heavy metal toxins and poisons. So this guy is obviously just completely blind. You know, there's a movie I saw last night. I wouldn't necessarily recommend you go see it, but it was very interesting. And I, it was also very seductive and a propaganda tool. It was called Inside Job. And it's about the 2008 economic collapse and the housing industry particularly, how that was engineered by the top U.S. government 
financial economic officials. Clearly, clearly. Working, working intimately with the banksters and the Goldman Sachs, J.P. Morgan Chase <laughs> execs. And, and this was a, and is now an international crisis. There were international economic chiefs, experts, who were aware that it was going on. They kept their mouths shut. They just went along with the, what they knew was potentially damaging. That's what we have in medicine. And if you watch the film that we just put out, Sherry Kane and I have done a great job in the movie Pharma Whores, the Showtime Sting of Penn & Teller. It's subtitled PharmaWhores.com. If you go to it, you watch it, you download it, or you get the DVD, you'll see that the international banksters, the Goldman Sachses, uh, the director, for example, of CEO currently of Goldman Sachs, he was in the film last night, called Lloyd Blankfein, is also the merger specialist for AstraZeneca Metamune, one of the chief vaccine production companies. Uh, another good colleague of his on the board of directors of what is called the Partnership for New York City that includes David Rockefeller and it includes uh, Rupert Murdoch, completely controlling the most powerful media mogul Rupert Murdoch is. He's on this board of directors with the fellow from Reuters, who is also the executive director for the Merck Pharmaceutical Company, the world's leading vaccine maker. So you have to realize that if this fool doesn't realize that all of these multinational corporate financial executives are in bed with the propagandists that are spinning all of the, not just consumer periodicals, the magazines, and the newspapers, and the mainstream media. I mean, Murdoch owns Fox, he owns Time Warner, Warner Brothers. All of these mainstream media sources of intelligence are in bed with these same guys that just basically sold out the world's economy. And, and you've got to be a complete idiot today to neglect those facts and call yourself intelligent. What is in vaccines? Explain the biology of this. What is in vaccines that people should be concerned about? Well, this fellow heralds the adjuvants, which are the riskiest additives currently to vaccinations. I'll give you just a few. And uh, this comes from most recently the research that I did on H1N1 swine flu. The adjuvant that is called nonoxanol 9, which is a spermicide, somehow now finds its way into vaccinations. It's also reported widely in the scientific literature to cause birth defects, to cause uh, liver problems, to cause blood problems. And so where this man comes off, you know, seeming to be intelligent with authority, claiming that there's no evidence that any of this is poisonous, is ridiculous. I mean, it is literally beyond stupid. It is malignant. He calls it life-affirming technology. Bullshit. 
bullshit. I'm sorry. I know. I agree. I agree. I was appalled. And he said, few of us remember what it was like to be scared of smallpox, measles, and polio. Now, when you're in energy medicine, which is a key in what you're involved in, how these things are treated or avoided is a totally different paradigm in energy medicine. Explain it. Well, this is the beauty of the time we're living in now where the revelations are coming so fast and furiously and heralded by so many people in the grassroots. We've won. In fact, the paradigm is now shifting so rapidly that I think Bill Gates is promoting vaccinations for rapid depopulation both the intoxication of the atmosphere and the food, the water, the air with chemicals, plus this concept of biologicals, you're dealing with biochemical weapons. That, so this is a weapons of mass destruction, and, the, and Bill Gates and his colleagues have a targeted depopulation agenda to kill 6 billion out of 7 billion people on this planet within the next generation. So that the reality is, how are they going to do that? How are they going to do that is primarily through this vaccination and medicalization paradigm. It's a chemicalization paradigm that's killing and destroying everything. And gee whiz, are we going to look back in about five or six years from now when everything is grossly dying and genetically mutated and say, oh, well, we had a movie called Inside Job that said the same thing was happening in the financial sector, and we neglected it. So, you know, you, you go into right now this concept when you add in vaccinations. Here's the, the main ingredients of vaccinations, and then we'll compare it to alternative medicine. Main ingredients of vaccines include the active ingredients that are the proteins, the foreign RNA, foreign DNA from bacteria, viruses, fungus, yeast, chicken embryo, bovine fetal serum, monkey kidney tissues, and with smallpox, it's cow pus. Those are the active ingredients. I told you the risks of those to autoimmune diseases and cancers moments ago. The uh, non-active ingredients include the stabilizers and sterilizers. Those include mercury, aluminum, formaldehyde, formalin, MSG, uh, and a few other polysorbate 80. Then there's these new things that this guy didn't tell you about. These adjuvants contain immune stimulants. And recently we did uh, an expose on Dr. Anthony Fauci and what's called interleukin 2. He's the patent holder on interleukin 2 which is a premier additive in the vaccinations adjuvants now. So here's a U.S. government uh, doctor in charge of AIDS. He's the AIDS czar for America. He is on, in charge of the National Institute for Allergies and Infectious Diseases, the director of that, which is overseen, as is the CDC, by the Central Intelligence Agency. That means the Bush, Bush family and that this man is making millions of dollars after receiving taxpayer-funded money in his position. He now gets his interleukin-2 patent, paying him millions of dollars for the inclusion of this highly specious, very risky additive in the, the adjuvants from vaccinations. So given that mess, 
What is the alternative? Well, the alternative is all you have to do is look at a dog. When a dog gets sick, what do you watch him do? He rests. Goes and eats grass, right? Sick to his stomach, you mean? Sick to the stomach. Okay. They Typically in nature, you know, things, uh, animals, they find the botanicals, the herbs, the grasses that they need, and they you observe them chewing them, and they get better. If you look out right now, I'm looking out at a beautiful mountain scene in Hawaii, and the color out there is greenish-yellow. I mentioned before, that's the heart of the rainbow. It's not purple, it's not black, it's not blue. It is greenish-yellow for a reason. Because if you look at the life that's in your blood, you realize that the oxygen, which is generated by that greenish-yellow pigment chlorophyll, is carried by hemoglobin to all the cells. That's what keeps you alive. You, get, you don't have oxygen for, you know, a couple minutes. You're dead. And, I mean, you could go without water. You could go without a lot of stuff, but you don't have oxygen. You're dead. And what's carrier of that is a molecule. It's called hemoglobin. It's structurally, and the structure of the hemoglobin, similar to the chlorophyll molecule, is sacred geometry. All you have to do is look at it. I've published this on the Internet. I've published it in a couple books already. The reality is that it's coming out of a frequency. Len, can you explain what a frequency is to the audience, please? Yeah, it's a vibration. It's a sound vibration. Uh, In in electrical uh, terms, it's measured typically in hertz or cycles per second. So let's say you throw a pebble into a pond and you see the waves flow out to the ends of the farther shore, and you see the cycle, how many per second, that's a frequency of waves. And that's very much like what sound right now being recorded. My words are sounds. Those sounds are frequencies. What's a frequency? Simply mathematics. So the greenish-yellow color out in the botanical world, celebrated by all of nature, sustaining the environment with oxygen, the most spiritually uplifting, that's why they call it respiration, re-spiritualization, inspiration, bringing that spirit in. Element number eight, oxygen is the most energizing of all the elements because it's carrying the electrons from hydrogen. All of the water, H plus plus OH minus equals H2O, that's the fundamental chemistry of the universe. And we now know that. It's published science. And so, you know, irrefutable fact that everything in the universe that moves is associated with electrons. When I look at you and I see you, or you look at yourself in a mirror, what you're looking at is a mass of electrons. Even though they're the smallest particle in an atom, you don't really see the protons or the neutrons. What you're witnessing is electrons that are moving so fast, they look like they're stationary. So it creates what we call a bio-holographic, biology and holography. You are a bio-holographic precipitation, crystallization, miraculous manifestation of divine frequency vibrations coming out of water. 
That's who we are as human beings. That's the best definition of a human being. That was extremely eloquent. And coming out of water, why water? Because water is God, it's the source of everything. If you go back and study the Bible or even study modern physics, you understand that this concept, in the beginning there was the Creator and the water. This is Genesis 1.1. Genesis 1.2 says that then the Holy Spirit of the Creator hovered over the face of the water, divided the water from the water, the Bible calls it to create the dome of the firmament, which in the field of physics is called the quantum field. Then, into that quantum field, the words, let there be light, was spoken. Again, words of sound, sound frequency, mathematics, was spoken. Creator's language is mathematics. And out pops the sun. And that model is very apparent with dolphins, who blow bubble rings underwater, and they then use their sonic vibrations to play with those bubble rings. They play, it looks like basketball or football or soccer, underwater between them. And sometimes when they heat up those bubble rings so hot with their sonic vibrations, they, it approximates the, the temperature of the sun, about 5,000 degrees, and light comes out. It's called hydroluminescence. So you have in science a model of what was spoken about in the book of Genesis, in Genesis 1-2. And so you begin to realize, as NASA scientists determined about a decade ago, the entire universe is full of water. I am underwater right now. So are you. It's a hydrated atmosphere. It's not as wet as the dolphin's environment, but it is clearly we are in water, we're manifesting out of water, and Water is part of what is called the triune God. If you are a sincere Bible student and you do your study, you realize before there was the Trinity in history, there was the triune God. Uh, And that was the Creator, the Water, and the Holy Spirit. There are going to be a lot of people who are not as versed in the Bible as you, A, and B, other people who won't necessarily be living inside that paradigm who do believe in God, But whoever people are that are listening and wherever they happen to be listening from, I really think that what you're sharing about where we come from, the water, and what you're sharing about vaccinations is essential. There's so much more to you than what we're even talking about because you really bridge everything from the spiritual realm to physics to biology to chemistry to quantum physics. For some people, it may be hard to take a big bite of you, Lynn Horowitz. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> because you just speak a few things and you're in 20 different disciplines. Well, that's right. You know, I've got uh, 16 books. I've been at this quite a while, and it, it's natural. Exactly what you're saying is so true. People have no idea sometimes where I'm coming from because they simply are disadvantaged by not having kept up with me or read all the works. Online, if you go to healthyworldstore.com and you peruse the book, uh, section there. You can see all those works and get a description of those works. And there's a lot of articles, free articles that I've posted in various places. One of my favorite websites where I ro- have written a lot of essays is um, it is healthyworldsolutions.com. Healthyworldsolutions.com. And uh, what I am talking about mostly nowadays is this 528 hertz frequency,
Because if people grasp how simple creation is, how it's manifested electromagnetically or bioacoustically, vibrationally through water, then this whole paradigm shift that we want, and everyone really wants a paradigm shift. I mean, you look at the Judeo-Christians, they're looking for the Messianic Age. Same with the Muslims. If you look at the New Agers, they want to have a paradigm shift, transformation, consciousness. If you look at the Buddhists, they want peace on earth. They want to treat everything in nature uh, as harmonically sacred. So all of the people of the planet that are good people want to have peace on earth. They want to have health, freedom, sustainability. Those things are modeled by nature. And they're not modeled by the petrochemical pharmaceutical cartel. They're modeled by just looking at uh, a leaf or looking at the spiral of a snail, looking at the creatures in the ocean and to see, for example, like a school of fish. Think about this. How is it that a school of fish instantaneously, I mean a hundred or two hundred fish, instantaneously shift direction all precisely at the same exact moment? That's a really great example. I love that. Yeah, so the answer to that is because, they're number one, they're in a hydrated medium that's very superconductive. Water is a liquid crystal superconductor. Your body is 80% water approximately. That's 80% God. You are 80% God, liquid crystal superconductor. And how it is that you could take a homeopathic under your tongue and instantaneously affect everything, or a Bach flower remedy under your tongue. Instantly, every single cell of your body does exactly what that whole school of fish does. It turns direction, it changes direction, and it does that energetically, because the chemistry can't keep up with the spiritual electromagnetic frequency or the bioacoustics. This is what DNA is really about. The Rockefellers want you to believe that DNA is simply a protein synthesis template that gives rise to protein production and new cell parts. Hogwash, that's about 3% of its function. Why would they neglect over 90% of its proven function involves what they call junk DNA, which involves light and sound signaling? In other words, those fish turn instantly because they are receiving an impulse frequency of energy. It is massively fast. It, just is, it basically skyrockets through that water and through their own bodies, and they instantaneously respond. That's how communication from our Creator operates. That's how nature operates. If you look at migrating species, they use the pineal gland as a gyroscope, energetically, electromagnetically, beaming their way thousands of miles, correctly finding their home without a roadmap. They do it. It's all energetics. Bioenergetics is the future of medicine. That's what they're suppressing by their intoxication. Is it true that our pineal gland gets smaller and smaller and smaller as we get older? And is there a way to do anything about keeping that gland strong? You know, I believe that that's your spiritual center along with your heart. And one of the ways of, of reducing aging is meditating and praying. 
you know, the 528 hertz frequency resonating also in your environment. I highly recommend everyone get the 528 tuning fork for about $23 and change or $24. You can have it in your purse or car. And, you know, people are doing miraculous things with it. People who are fighting, for example, socially, you come into a place or a room where people, two people are arguing, you strike that thing, suddenly the room becomes peaceful. People start to go back to that vibration of love. People also vibrate their bath water. The frequency vibration of 528 gets picked up in the bath, and they've now created a hydrosonic therapeutic energy trans that's going to literally vibrate your body water into the frequency of optimal sustainability. That's love. Love is the universal healer. Water is the universal solvent. Music is the universal language. You put all three together and you have a complete paradigm shift. You can literally get rid of all of your drugs. Where did you come up with the 528? Can you share a little bit about that? Sure. It started back for me in 1998 when a man that was praying for me to come meet him to herald this great news about 528 and his discovery of the original musical scale. His name was Dr. Joseph Paleo. He found that in the book of Numbers, chapter 7, verses 12 through 83, you had a repeating series of mathematical numbers that were the and are the original six musical scale notes, the ancient solfeggio scale. And the third note of that scale, today it's do, do, re, mi, fa, so, la, ti. It used to be six notes, ut, re, mi, fa, so, la. And that mi note stands for miragistorum in Latin or miracles in English. So it was the original miracle note of the universe. And it was very much a part of the best Gregorian chants. The most spiritually uplifting of all was the hymn to St. John the Baptist. Now, again, St. John the Baptist, baptism, water, frequency resonance. The best thing that people can do to instantaneously recommune with the Creator is jump in the ocean. Your body is like salt water, and it's so close to the ocean water that uh, you'd be amazed. So that's true communion, divine human communion, is available now for the masses. And this first concept that the miracle of recommuning with 528 was uh, given to me in 1998, and subsequent to that, we've had one revelation after another. I had uh, David Schmidt, who's the director of LifeWave Corporation, their little energy uh, uh, patches that people wear to vibrate their own body to support different physiology and changes in the body, weight loss, etc. David called me up after learning about 528. I told him about 528. He says, Len, you know, that happens to be the center of the electromagnetic color spectrum. That's the heart of the rainbow. Wow. So, you know, the concept, as above, so below. As it is in the macrocosm, in the cosmic space, so it is in the microscopic realm of DNA. So the heart of the rainbow is the heart of the creator, is the heart of your heart. And so 528 is this greenish-yellow that the botanical world has chosen. And the sacred geometry, I'm, I'm just doing this book, as I mentioned, called 
uh, the prosperity key, 528. And I'm working with Victor Showell, who's a mathematical genius, who's done the analyses on the pyramids of Egypt, to look at the sacred geometry and figure out how they're aligned cosmologically to the spiraling universe. I mean, these guys are really intelligent that I have the blessing and opportunity to work with. Victor tells us and shows us mathematically why it is that one mile equals 528 plus a zero, 5,280 feet. You know, that's the kind of information. Why is it that it's not 5,281 feet or 84 feet? A mile is 5,280 feet. And if you understand Pythagorean mystery school math and how the creator's language is math based on the ancient mystery school math, you realize you drop the zero because the zeros are a man-made placeholder concept. The creator's language contains only nine numbers, one through nine. Ten is actually one plus zero. That's ancient mystery school Pythagorean math. So actually, a mile is, in this concept, equal to 528 feet or 5,280 feet. And you also realize that ancient pi and phi and the Fibonacci series, the most important constants in the, in the universe, they are fundamentally uh, integrating, featuring 528. So you begin to realize that all of that knowledge has been suppressed so that the paradigm of ignorance and population control can be waged by the same people that we talked about a few minutes ago. I have a question. What do you think about forced medical insurance, which is being translated as this great breakthrough in the United States, but people still have to pay for this insurance? Yeah, it's a lot of crap, totally. The KKR, Colbert, Kravitz, and Roberts, was in last night's movie as part of the gross economic deception and the manipulation to create the economic collapse of America. Kohlberg, Kravitz, and Roberts are at the forefront of healthcare reform in America. They are the engineers, the architects, they stand poised with their investments in the equity investment organizations to capitalize off of humanity's intoxication and premature demise. So we, I, my family, as I said, very healthy, praise the Creator for that and the blessings that we have that sustain us. It's not medicine. We don't have medical insurance. We don't believe in it. The paradigm is sick, and it's sickening. So we choose to opt out. No, I totally get that. However, if in fact in 2014, if, God forbid, this gets legalized, truly legalized, and starts running amok. What happens is that people are saying, oh, isn't that a great thing? Everybody in America gets insurance. No, you're not getting it. You're paying for it. You're being forced to pay for it. I mean, you know, I'm... Fi- it's a I'm form fi- of slavery. It's actually, actually a form of genocide. Uh, under the guise of health and public health, they're administering the mass population intoxication and population reduction that is most profitable and most... Covert. So for bioenergetic medicine, for this other paradigm of health, that means all the remedies are totally different. So what are we all going to do? What are you going to do if they force you to buy this insurance? Well, I'm not interested. I won't do it. You know, again, I have to question right now. I'm scheduled to 
speak at some conferences coming up this uh, this January, February, and I have to fly. And the reality is that they're now increasingly forcing people through these X-ray devices, and less and less now. Apparently, they're giving people the options even to be uh, physically abused. You know, that's the uh, the option. You can get uh, pat down, or you can get irradiated. Your choice. So everything is increasingly turning fascist. We the people have got to assert our God-given right to choose. You take away the right of choice, increasingly you have uh, increasing fascism, slavery, and this is what we're witnessing. I am increasingly working with the community. Uh, We're establishing a sustainable permacultural community, kind of like a little village in Hawaii, on the big island of Hawaii. We uh, grow our own. We want to be off the grid as much as possible. And, you know, I think that we're entering into a period of time where if you go along with the rest of the sheep, you're going to end up being slaughtered in mass. And I think that those who are wise will heed this advice it's time to drop out. The system is not only dysfunctional, it's deadly. And if you want to have sustainability and a, a brighter future for your children, and your children's children, we need a complete paradigm shift. We can no longer rely on the petrochemical pharmaceutical cartel, the military medical industrialists, to dictate what life uh, in our modern culture is to be like. We've got to go back to basics. We've got to celebrate the aboriginal, the wisdom of the elders, the holy persons that for millennia sustained their people with knowledge and wisdom right in their backyard, the herbs, the botanicals. You know, I'm also a minister, and one of my doctorates, I have an honorary doctorate in missionary medicine. It's about wherever you are looking at the environment, looking for water, looking for sustaining uh, herbs and botanicals that you can grow. And there's so much in nature's bounty. And I can tell you one thing, that if you go into fear, you're going to get nowhere. If you go into faith, you get everything. Everything is a, is a function. Uh, the manifestation of prosperity. It's like uh, part of the concept that I'm working on in my new book is the wisdom of Jesus that said, Seek ye first the kingdom of heaven, then all else shall come to you. Well, this concept of a kingdom of heaven is what now we're having revelations. The kingdom of heaven in the religious world is very akin to the musical mathematical matrix in the world of physics. And so this is a vibration. It's, like I said earlier, a divine communion, an opportunity to have your heart and your pineal gland receive the signals from the divine source, far more intelligent than we are, that will be there, that always is there, that shall always be there for us in a time of need, and is contracted. That's part of the energetic spiritual contract that Christianity and Judaism 
talk about, Muslims talk about it. Those who are faithful are under a contract with the boss, the godfather, if you will. And that's then the godfather's problem to give us what it is that we need to be sustained, uplifted, and healed. We're actually, I'm right now actually working on, even further than that, the concept of understanding this prophesied gathering of 144,000 special servants of the Creator that are sealed, protected by the Creator in these end times to administer the truth that shall set humanity free and bring about the spiritual transformation, the paradigm shift, or the messianic age in Christianity and Judaism. That concept of sealing, how do you become sealed, protected, as we go through this hideous time in history where it's like fulfilling uh, the book of Psalms 91, where it says 10,000 may be dying at your left, a thousand will be dying at your right, but with you and your faith and your joy and your love for the Creator, you shall walk, yea, though we walk through this valley of the shadow of death, we shall fear nothing, because we're engaged in that love cocoon, in that protection, in that ceiling of divine protection. That's what I'm working on right now, and I think for my family and I, my friends, the people that we serve, that's what they want to know right now. I think that's a great question. Fabulous question. What do you think about the bill in the Senate that wants to make it illegal to grow your own food and collect your own seeds? Well, again, it's part of this picture of fascism. Uh, it, because, you see, nature's bounty is so bountiful and so healing and so paradigm-shifting when we really know what it's about, and because we're right now having an exponentially accelerating spiritual renaissance. People more than ever are increasingly opening their hearts and their heads to this truth that shall ultimately set everyone free. And that deals with the 528 Love Revolution. 528lovevolution.com is a good source. You go to also uh, love528.com for musicians and you learn about this. And just realize, we just launched I-528 Tunes. When the, when the Inception movie came out, interestingly, two days before the Inception movie came out, the middle of July, we launched I-528Tunes.com and 528Records.com. And the Inception movie, which was supposed to be the biggest blockbuster of the summer, it mentions 528 six times in the movie. Wow. Most of the action in the end of the film takes place in room 528. And that was all done based, again, on my work and people with whom I'm working, having this esoteric or metaphysical knowledge involving music and consciousness. That's what the movie is largely about. It's, a, it's that versus the other piece of what we've been talking about, the globalists, the corporate fascists, the economists that are working for the banksters, and this whole movie featured industrial espionage for the world's wealthiest. So this concept, when you play 528, it's like that metaphor I gave you earlier. You throw a pebble into a pond and watch the waves radiate to the farthest shores. Given that we're in a hydrated atmosphere, given that the universe is full of water, 
if I play 528 in my room here in Hawaii, and you now are in Los Angeles, you shall have an impact. It's very subtle, but it's very real. And what is that impact? I believe with all my heart, all my faith, and all my knowledge that it is the fulfillment of the Old and New Testament prophecy. In the Old Testament, it's Isaiah 22:22. In the New Testament, it's Revelation 3, 6 through 8. It deals with the key to the house of David that opens doors that no man can close and closes doors that no man can open. A key is a musical note. Those doors that men cannot open deal with spiritual portals. The greatest, most important portal, the greatest, most important of seven seals to unseal in the book of Revelation is the heart chakra. Seven main chakras, seven main seals. Take the block off of the heart chakra, because we've all been in our heads. And this also, by the way, this deals with the music of slavery. If you know anything about music, you know the standard for the Western world's tuning is A440 hertz frequency. And that has been determined by the Rockefeller Foundation through military science audiology investigations to create the most stress, psychosocial stress and trauma, and even, quote, mass hysteria, end quote, in people listening to what the institutionalization of the Western world's music has become. So 528, we're now engaging the music world. All the musicians and vocalists out there who do what they do because they love it, because they know they do it best when their hearts are in it and their hearts are literally singing or performing for the creator. Those are the top musicians and vocalists and performers. Those folks we're attracting in mass right now. There's a revolution, a musical revolution that we started, and now it is accelerating very rapidly. And each time any musician or vocalist or you or I play 528, it adds that opening to people's hearts. It resonates, it vibrates this divinity for optimal sustainability and healing. So this is what's taking place. It's an extremely exciting time, and uh, I'm thrilled to share it with you. It's extremely exciting, and I've always wondered what the 528 came from, how you found out about it, what you're doing with it, and it's very exciting. I do want to ask you one last question. There's so many questions I could ask you, but there's only so many hours in a day, and that is that I know that you've worked very closely with Dr. Emoto, and I wondered if you could share some of your revelations in your conversations with him. Well, uh, the, <laughs> the best news on the planet, which is why I'm in Hawaii right now, uh, if you go to breathoftheearth.net, breath, B-R-E-A-T-H, of the earth.net, you'll see our place, our magnificent Aina, or sacred land, on the big island of Hawaii, which is where Dr. Emoto has uh, suggested that he would like to have his Hawaii Institute and laboratory. It would be part of 26-acre estate that we've set aside six acres for the International Institute for Native and Natural Healing. 
to honor the wisdom of the elders and the holy persons. And on that estate, we have Hawaii's only lava-heated steam saunas and geothermal warm pools, and we harvest the breath of the earth, lava-heated steam, which Dr. Emoto took back to Japan and then had analyzed and sent me the, the films. And Dr. Emoto's principal concept, which I completely endorse, is that water is conscious. Because I said water is part of the triune God, you can literally consider it the closest thing that you're going to touch or feel of God on Earth. And that, as I mentioned, it's in space, so it's on Earth as it is in heaven, this liquid crystal superconductor that's conscious. That is, it responds to your prayers. It responds to you personally. That means that it is this superconscious. It is this... Uh, it has this divine essence and capability, and that the concept that it changes structure and primarily reflects the six-sided hexagonal shape, Star of David, that key of David, the key to the house of David, represents the key to all of the sacred geometry in the universe. Again, this is Victor Showell's mathematical proofs. It goes back to what I shared earlier about 5,280 feet in a mile, based on 528 being fundamental to the what's called the musical mathematical matrix of creation. It's, a, it's mathematics that create, and water is the superconductor of the mathematics, the frequency, the language of the creator being math, and the vibration moving through water that creates. The snowflake is a great example of the physical form. So is the honeycomb of a bee, the six-sided hexagon. The shape of the water molecule is a tetrahedron, and Victor Showell's bath goes into an analysis of the Saccharo pyramids, the tetrahedron structure, again, being related to 528 and the sacred notes of the original Solfeggio musical scale. So, the conversations that I have with Dr. Moto deal primarily with advancing the truth that shall set everyone free, recognizing with love and thanks. Because if you look at uh, another great website I recommend is the Water Resonator, the WaterResonator.com, and there you'll see a little image of what's called the perfect circle of sound with love and thanks and 528 that we put on water. And when you put that image with those numbers and those frequencies, especially with your own prayer, your heartfelt loving intention to bless the water, what happens is that the water becomes blessed. It becomes more six-sided and structurally healthier the what's called ORPs, oxidative reduction, or its wettability goes up. That means its ability to bring nutrients into your body goes up. And all of this happens miraculously by the image and or the spoken word of these frequencies, these numbers, and the sacred geometry of it. So we've really demystified for a lot of people how it is that you could put words on a glass and have the water change its structure. 
You know what? I did a show back in 2004 with five water experts, totally different from all over the world. And in that show, I learned that water has not only consciousness, it has memory, like an elephant. I had no idea. Fascinating. Fascinating. Exactly right. And it has memory, and so does all the crystals. You know, and this is not New Age hairy fairy stuff. This is actual science where you begin to realize that's where homeopathy homeopathy uh, comes into play, where you no longer have the physical substance that you want to impart into the being, to the human being or to the animal. You have the resonant energy, the frequency vibration that is in memory in the crystal of the water. So all of this is just fabulous, and again, it's paradigm shifting, and it ultimately will put big pharma out of business. Some people might say, and I don't want you to be offended when I say this, but sometimes people have real issues when they go to a site and someone's selling products. But the thing is that I know that if the products out there aren't working and aren't effective, you got to create your own products. Is that what you did with the OxySilver? Uh, actually, I was blessed by OxySilver to bring this concept for the first time to health science is delivering the 528 hertz frequency, which we impart via a argon laser as well as at the same time we're hitting it intensely with this greenish-yellow 528 frequency. We're also putting the music of 528, the pure tone 528 hertz, into this double... Uh, superconductor, because again, I mentioned water is a liquid crystal superconductor, and so is silver. So in this particular case, you have probably the most powerful silver hydrosol in the world that is just, you know, light years ahead of other silver hydrosols because it was, it was developed for NASA, for the astronauts, keeping the astronauts healthy in space, and on top of that, we added this whole concept that if you vibrate that water, like the example we gave of the fish earlier yes. or the homeopathic under the tongue, instantaneously we're delivering back to the human being this frequency resonance of love, love being the universal healer, and this vibration of the central core of nature, going back to nature, going back to the sustainability of nature. That is what we added to, to, to the OxySilver. And then, besides that, we urge people who take OxySilver, and I urge everyone, if they don't know anything about it, go to OxySilver.com and sign up with us as an affiliate for the HealthyWorldAffiliates.com. Just wanted to ask you this question about silver. A lot of people use different brands of silver, and there's this scare on the Internet that you'll turn blue. Can you address that, please? Yeah, that's the old colloidal silvers where there were big particle silvers. Oxysilver is nothing like that. That's why I say it's, it's the most advanced of all the silver hydrosols because the molecule itself plays with the oxygen intimately. You get an oxygenation therapeutic effect. You get this, uh, this delivery of a 528 frequency through the most energizing of all the elements, oxygen, this uh, it has this charge. It actually electrocutes the pathogens. It doesn't work chemically. It doesn't intoxicate the body. And it's attached to the water so that it leaves the body, not like those old colloidal silvers, which were good, 
I mean, especially right now, they're still good for people who can't afford OxySilver or are not part of the affiliate OxySilver um, affiliate program, which is HealthyWorldAffiliates.com. If you're not part of that and you're just home alone and you've got a colloidal silver generator, that's fine, but you can't take it every day without turning your skin blue, which is why I always said, you know, Forget doing that. Don't take that stuff every day. If you want to pull it out, use it for maybe uh, a week to 10 days, at most two weeks, to deal with a certain infectious disease. Well, that's fine. That's what a lot of people have done successfully. But if you want the state-of-the-art and you want the most advanced product and you want to be part of the leading the paradigm shift, join us as a Healthy World Affiliate at HealthyWorldAffiliates.com and then Try, begin to try these products and feel the miracles. We, I, I was about to mention, we urge people to pray using OxySilver. Not because it's weak, but because it's, we, we honor Nikola Tesla. Last century's greatest genius wasn't Einstein, it was Nikola Tesla. He's responsible for the alternating current lighting system that we use. The electricity that we use today was a, a Tesla technology. And he was suppressed, his work was suppressed, and uh, it's now just, again, getting some, some good press. But the fact is that he would pray before he turned any machine on, because he recognized the truth. The truth is that you are not just a human being. You're a superhuman being. You have the power of divine communion coursing through your entire energy systems, your entire chakra system, your uh, physiology. Everything is connected hydrosonically, water, sound frequency, to the creator, to the source of the universe. If you understand that, and you understand the spoken word is what the creator used to create, and you and I have the power of prayer because we have the lips, the do, re, mi, fa, so, la, la, be, re, tem, in Latin, the lips, the creative lips. It's like in the female, the labia is where new life sources from, likewise verbally. And that's why Jesus said, beware of every word that comes from your mouth. It either reflects the love in your heart or the evil that dwells therein. And so this concept of words and powerful prayer and faith being part of a new paradigm, we celebrate OxySilver because it is the first product that brings it all together. You were knighted, weren't you? Sometime, was it last year or the year before? It was a few years ago by the Knights Hospitaller that has nothing to do with what uh, the Central Intelligence Agency, FBI agent provocateurs want you to believe that I'm a Knight of Malta. The only reason I'm bringing it up is for guests that may do research and find these links to this stuff. I was wondering if you could share what it is and just clarify it for us. Yeah, sure. The Knight Hospitaller is an organization that was restored back in the 1930s by a fellow by the name of Bobrinsky, who was part of the royalty of Russia, ousted from Russia, and Hospitaller is the name that sources for hospital. The word hospital comes from the Knights Hospitaller, who were the first Christian knights to say, hey, we've got a problem with, with people who are made victims of war. We need to set up hospitals and clinics to treat those people. And so that was uh, about a thousand years ago, over a thousand years ago, and that the organization went through various changes and turmoil. There's always been infighting with every organization. That's part of 
the devil's, you know, work is to destabilize, infiltrate, and discredit various people. I'm one of those people right now, and so is the organization called Hospitalers. They're a group of colleagues. I don't know if you know Dr. Gabriel Cousins. Sure. Uh, he's a, a great brother, a great friend, and I just totally honor what he does in the world of diabetes therapy, and he's helped so many people. Well, he's uh, also a Knights Hospitality. We're, we were knighted by the same organization, and uh, there are different Knights Hospitality organizations now because there's been infighting. Our goal was to bring natural healing clinics, free healing clinics around the world, and that's still a, a viable goal. We have a couple opened up already, and there's one in Lebanon, there's one in Toronto, there is... Uh, Dr. Sheila McKenzie is in charge of the Clinics for Humanity project that is part of the Knights Hospitaller mission. And so that's what I work on. You know, I don't get a lot of time, but basically it certainly is a, a viable uh, goal, and it is something that I think not only deserves my support, but I think everyone's support. Whatever's going to be written about that, on Google and other types of search engines are the distortion of that? Well, actually, the best resource you can get on that whole subject is go to sherrycane.com, S-H-E-R-R-I-K-A-N-E.com, and look at her blog, because Sherry had done a wonderful investigation of who these characters are that are claiming that I'm a Knight of Malta, and to be discredited because I'm a knight of the Catholic Church. It's not the case at all. And Sherry, and then I did some additional research, but the combined, we exposed these people as being the infiltrators of the not only the alternative medicine movement, these are CIA, FBI agent provocateurs who literally create dissonance and, uh, you know, the... the fighting the infighting in various organizations, and they have infiltrated not only alternative medicine, they've infiltrated the patriot movement of the United States, they have infiltrated the 9-11 truth movement. So these guys are pretty lethal out there, and we have exposed who they are, we name the names, and then Sherry posts many of their hideous letters. I can tell you that they are literally, and I kid you not, I know it's hard to believe, but they are literally involved in what is called the Church of Satan. Today it's called the Church of Set. The director of the Church of Set is Michael Aquino. Michael Aquino is also the chief propagandist for the United States military. He has been since the end of the Vietnam War. So this is uh, the, the kind of people that are very nasty, and they do a lot of lying, and they're not into 528 except for degrading it. In fact, you know what they they came out with? Aleister Crowley loved 528 to discredit 528. Well, gee whiz, you know, Satan loves what the Creator did and abuses it every way possible. You know, so th these guys uh, are sad. They're sick, stupid, and sad in my book. Have you had any legal difficulties because you name names and you call people out on the carpet? You literally call them right out, <laughs> names and all, organization names, etc. Have you had anybody go after you or groups go after you legally? No, I haven't. I've had people that have claimed that they were going to, but they never did because the truth is powerful. 
when you have documentation, and I've always done the best I could do to reference all of my sources and have them be legitimate sources, and then you do it on behalf of public health, you know, there's uh, fair use copyrights. I mean, right now, with advancing 528, I'll tell you the litigation concerns that I have right now, we're taking on the entire music industry. If you go to i528tunes.com, you can upload any music that you buy from iTunes or an MP3 file. You upload it for free, and you'll download for free. You'll receive a transposed song, that song transposed from 440 into 528. Wow. So it becomes healing music. It's not just, <laughs> not just enjoyable listening now. And as I said, when you play your own music, then that vibration is going to go out. It's going to increase this whole spiritual renaissance. So basically, that's uh, what we've done. And for musicians, we have and the, to honor them, and they've all been ripped off. The top vocalists and performers have all been ripped off by the same corrupt industry. So what we've instituted is a 60% royalty. It's all done by donation. When you upload music, you agree to donate your music to the public library. The, then people download that music when they want and ideally give a donation. We give 60% of those donations to the musicians who created the music. That's great. So this is a whole paradigm. And I'll tell you something. You know, I've got a couple uh, attorneys right now that are acting as agents on behalf of the performers, and I've written them the invitation. I'm responding not as a litigant or a defendant. I'm responding as a loving human being who says, hey, here's what we're doing. You guys are welcome to collaborate with us, and you know what? It could be very lucrative for you, especially in an industry now where the entire CD and music-making industry is you know, having a hard time. So, you know, then there's fair use copyrights. Think about it. If they put out music and they didn't know how toxic it is to people's bodies, and we're coming out with a frequency transposition now that's healing, think about that for fair use copyright. You're going to have a wild ride. (laughs) I know, I know. That's what it is. Thank you so much. Ladies and gentlemen, we've been listening to, learning from, and talking with Len Horowitz. You can reach him by going to fluscam.com or tetrahedron.org, or the other one. Go ahead, Len. Yeah, there's, uh, my personal website, official website, is drlenhorowitz.com. That's D-R-L-E-N-H-O-R-O-W-I-T-Z.com. And if you want to get some information from a live body, call 888 4787 That's toll-free, 888 888- Five zero eight forty seven eighty seven, and the folks at HealthyWorldStore.com have all of my books, tapes, DVDs, CDs, and recommended healthcare products. I would again urge everyone listening to partner with us with HealthyWorldAffiliates.com, which we're advancing as an alternative to the corrupt World Health Organization. Thanks so much, Kim. Love you. Thank you. Love you too, Lynn. Thanks Bye. for being with us. Bye-bye.